Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You rolling, Ray? Yep. I figure you do the... Well, thing. she doesn't really know the intro. That's why we do it. And then okay. she'll be like, okay. All right, that's fine. We, we got our shit together. Let's do it. This is, listen, professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it live. I'll do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan, your sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's. I don't know the what's what's. Y'all, it is Sizen. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Baser, my wife. We do have a white picket fence, 2.5 kids, and I will probably die of a heart attack when I'm 72 years old. Lunchbox intro the guest, please. Uh, I thought you were going to do the intro. Ray, you're the big voice guy. Yeah, you want to introduce her? Please welcome comedian, movie star, Nashvillian. Angela Johnson. Yeah. Hello. Good. Did wow. I, did I nail all those? Mainly you're a huge comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But she's been in movies. She has I, a book I coming out. I have been out. in movies. I don't know if I'd call myself a movie star, but I'm grateful. Thank you. From your mouth to God's ears. Let's go. <laughs> How hard is it to be in movies? Like to go there? Very hard. And People like, tell me all the time, hey, when are you going to do some more movies? I'm like, hey, you tell me. I don't know. I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> I audition all the time, but no. Oh, so do you really audition all the time? Yeah. I have an audition today when I leave here that I have to put myself on tape for, and, and meaning you record yourself on your phone. What's that like? They send you a script, and then you kind of just interpret who you think you're supposed pretty to much, be? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how it works. That's tough. And then... It's different now because we do have to do it ourselves as opposed to going in a casting room and the casting director can, like, direct you because she knows what they're looking for and what they want. And then now you're just kind of like, all right, well, this character is going to be funny. That's me all the time. (laughs) It's a drama. I'm like, but what about if I deliver it like this? You think they're going to rewrite it around you? Probably why I don't book things. Lunch, you got to tell her what you do. (laughs) Oh, I do acting classes over Zoom, so... During the pandemic, I was like, man, you know what? I want to try acting. And so I found something online. But they only do it online because it was a pandemic. So right. you would get on Zoom and you would read scripts. You would get like um, sitcoms and different episodes. And uh-huh. They would assign you parts. And that's what I do. And 
I haven't hit it big yet for some reason. Well, I don't but, know why. But is she? Know. Are you in person today? Or are you doing a Zoom one, Angela? No, this one I'm actually just filming myself on my cell phone Oof. and then emailing it in is what it is. So you but put your phone. You, you put your phone on the ring light. Yep. And make yourself look good in the background, mm-hmm. like a green screen. And okay, here you go. And just the, the white wall in the house is what we do. Do you have like you have multiple assistants? You got like a, a whole team of people, a butler. Like what do you have exactly? A butler. Um, well, Danielle, I mean, I, who's sitting out right there. There she is. That's your There's butler. <laughs> so she'll hold the camera. She'll say the opposite lines of me and like all the characters. So if like there's a scene of five characters and I play Jessica, she's everybody else. She reads all the lines. What wow. about what what kind of I don't know if you're allowed to say like do, do people send you movie seats. scripts or do you have to go searching for them? Yeah, she um, searches both. Google. It's both. No, I mean, so yeah. my agent will pitch me for things that they hear of. And then other times you'll get calls from a producer like, hey, we're interested in Angela for this part or whatever. So it goes both ways. Yeah. What is the biggest thing that you have done? Like you say acting, like what is the biggest thing you've done you think in your eyes? Okay. Well, it's my most favorite job, but it's probably the least respected job. I was an extra on Friends. Really? You were? Yeah. What, what did you do? I sit in the coffee house and pretend to drink coffee. Shut up! And they were all there. Yeah, I was in. I was an extra for season nine and ten. When you were sitting there, what? were you sitting at the bar with Gunther, or were you like on the I, other side? Like, I like walked from the bar to my seat <laughs> on action. I've sat. Oh, there was one time I have a picture. I'll send it to you. Um, uh, you know they all sit on that main couch. Yeah. Well, there was one episode where they were all sitting on the high top behind the couch, and I was sitting on the couch. Like, I was playing, like, a college student, and they had me with, like, my books out and my pencil and a notepad, and I'm, like, I'm studying on the couch. This is amazing. Now, listen, I did some extra stuff. Lunch did as well. Were you allowed to talk to them? Because they're, real, they're, no. real, they're real strict about that. You can't even take pictures or anything. No, really? no, don't try to talk to Jennifer Aniston in between scenes. So, and that's not, like, them being like, diva, don't talk to me. This is full-on, like, Hollywood rules basically like mm. just don't try to be friends and I think the fact that I did mind my own business is why they liked me so much so I made friends with the assistant director who was hilarious and I was hilarious so then we just made <laughs> each other laugh all the time and he'd be like I'm gonna bring you back tomorrow and I'm like okay I'm gonna bring you back next week all right next thing you know I'm there for two whole seasons but then they end up getting to know the regulars, right? So there was a couple times, and I write about this in my book too, where they would be like on a smoke break or something, and I'm walking by, and one of them would ask a question like, hey, do you know what time it is or something? And next thing you know, I'm in their conversation. You know how you just kind of like linger afterwards? And they're all on a smoke break, and I'm just kind of standing there and like chiming in (laughs) in the conversation, (laughs) just being like, "Uh uh-huh, oh my God, I am not worthy of this conversation. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible experience. Um, I remember, and I, I wrote about this in my book as well, where, um, you know, people will say to me, like, they're a big fan of mine and like, I'll get DMs sometimes on Instagram and they'll be like, I don't know if you remember me, but in your last show, we totally made eye contact. And I was like, Oh no, I didn't. That's so funny. Why do people think, Oh yeah, I remember, remember you. I met you six years ago at the Walmart. It's like, Come yeah, on, people. You flipped your hair when you walked past me. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. So there was one time I'm at the craft service table in on the set of Friends, and um, uh, Lisa Kudrow walks up. Phoebe. 
Phoebe. So Thank she's, you, Eddie. she walks up and um, we're both at the craft service table, just like, you know, grazing, picking out snacks and stuff. And she took a bite of this one little tea cake and she turns to me and she goes, wow, these are good, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. And that stuck with me yeah. for 20 years. That one time Lisa Kudrow <laughs> said to me, wow, these are good, right? You should right? have got out more than that, though. You had no, your mouth full. No, here's the point. She probably didn't even have one. She'd probably never taste them, but you're just going to agree what, with yeah. what she says because you want to feel cool. Yeah, and then I wrote about it in my book. So I am the fan that DMs and says, do you remember me? You said, wow, these are good, right? Yeah. Like, that's me. I'm the girl. Hey, book is book. Called, it's called Who Do You Think I Am? I'm going to plug this real quick. Well, that's what you do. That's why she's here. She's not here because she listens she's to the losers. Oh. Like she's never heard of us before today. Oh. You also might be our biggest guest. Yeah, ever. One hundred percent. Who do you think I am? Stories of a cholo, wi- cholo wishes and caviar dreams. I almost said cholo woman. Well, it's chola. Well, be chola. Chola wishes. So did he Close. read it wrong? Almost. Guys, I'm white. Hey, listen. As a Hispanic here, um, <laughs> the Mex, the the dude is the cholo, and the girl's the chola. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were you uh, ever a chola? Oh, I wanted to be. That's why it's chola wishes. Okay. I wanted to be real bad. But did you want to do what came with being a chola, which was like no, not, I was too not, nice. I was too ju- nice. No, it's not about the hairspray and the hair. Oh yeah, I did all that. <laughs> I listen. I did the lip liner, the dark. I wanted to be a chola so bad, but nobody was afraid of little Bayasa Johnson because I was not scary. You're the to clown. Nobody. They called you yeah. clown. Well, hello. Now I'm a stand-up comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I didn't speak Spanish. My last name was Johnson. Like I did not fit the mm. profile of Chola, but I wanted that life real bad. Yeah. So you don't speak Spanish at all? No, very little bit. Very little bit. So you're I like can't... Eddie, because Eddie claims to be this Mr. Hispanic, and then he doesn't know any Spanish. I don't Spanish. claim to be Mr. Hispanic. See, this is what they think. I, I'm like, oh, I'm Hispanic. No, that's what I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N- now, now, did, did I learn English better than I should have learned Spanish? Yes. Sure. But like sure, talking sure, to sure. my parents, they speak to me in Spanish. I speak they to them do. in English. Oh, Those see, my are... parents don't even speak Spanish. Okay. I My grandma spoke Spanish. The only Spanish I heard growing up was my grandma talking to her sisters on the phone. That's mm. the only Spanish I heard. That and when she would watch all of her, her stories. Yeah. Her stories on, on the TV. <laughs> then I, I would uh, listen to Spanish then. But um, I wish I spoke Spanish. I, mean, I guess I don't wish hard enough. Otherwise, I would just learn. But um, I think that I think Spanish thoughts, they just come out English. Okay. This possible. is why. Let me tell you why. Because I forget that I don't speak Spanish. I will see a situation happening where there's somebody who doesn't speak English trying to talk to somebody who doesn't speak Spanish. Mm. And I'll be like, ah, let me go help. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chuck. Hey, I got, this is just a Nashville, Nashville question. Yeah. Why do you think people are moving here? Yeah, why did you move here? Like, is it is it more friendly? Is it just like the get out of L.A. because it's too stuffy, too expensive? Well, it made sense for us because my husband's in music, and so we were always here all the time. We have community here already. We have friends here. We already had a home here because we've been touring out of Nashville for many years, um, him with his music and me with my stand-up. So it just made sense for us to come here, but everybody else, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else. I don't know why <laughs> they come here. Just taxes, I guess. So yeah. you live in a gated community, all that, like security? No. Oh, for sure. Yes, you do. I promise you I don't. Really? No. You live in a normal neighborhood. A normal neighborhood because yeah, the, nasty, house, the house that we have. <laughs> no, no, it's no not chance. even Easty. It ain't, no. it ain't East Nasty. I know that. <laughs> Too no. much crime over there for that. You can be a chola over I, there. I know. I know. <laughs> I um, No, we bought this house um, to live in just when we were touring. And then when we weren't touring, we would rent it out. So it was like a rental property at first. And then when we decided to move here, we're like, well, let's just live in our, our rental house. 
So it's just a regular house in a regular neighborhood. And nobody really knows who we are. We just come and go. But I'm sure like yesterday, we just had a tour tour bus drop us off. There. That's a dead <laughs> giveaway. So yes. I'm sure they're like, huh, what's this about? They're what doing are- research today on it. <laughs> they're like, hold on, who is living in this? House? But you don't have it under, I mean, you got it under. It's no, not under no, your no, name. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> corporations so, on corporations. Yes. So I have to ask you, so the. What is your take on Will Smith and all? Uh, no, no. Uh, I was gonna ask about. What's your take on Chris Rock or, or not? What Dave Chappelle? <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna ask about Bonquiqui. Okay. And, and like, I guess Bonquiqui. So like dude. when when that happens, that's probably. Did you just put it together that I that did. was me? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my gosh, you had no idea that was her. Right, no. Oh, Ray. What I mean, this thinking? is like our tenth job, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my so, god. Wait, so, so okay, Ray. So what do you know about Bonquiqui? She's like, yeah, she fakes his character or whatever, and then she goes and talks in her voice that she's been talking in. <laughs> and that's all her sketches and everything like that. It's hilarious. Yeah. I watched these when I was in, like, high school. So yeah. it was, what, Mad TV, right? Yeah, Mad TV. So when that happened, like, that character took off. Yeah. Did you expect that character to take off? No, and I don't think Mad TV expected that either. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't have fired me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they probably would have kicked me. But I was on the show the year there was a writer's strike in Hollywood, and all the writers of every TV show went on strike. And 2007. Then, yes. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Just they, that? They had, no, they had two big brothers that year because of the writer's strike. Oh. That reality oh, show. God, that's, yeah. how you, that's how that's you chronicle your life. That's how oh. well, I, I do that with real world seasons, so I guess I can't blame them. <laughs> so I was on the show. Writer's strike happens. I come back from, well, we come back from the show after that. There's budget cuts. And by budget cuts, I mean me. So I was let go from the show after that. And then that Bonquiqui character blows up on the internet. So she only had one sketch. That's crazy. I, I only did that. one Seriously. sketch of Bonquiqui and it blew up because I was let go from the show after the writer's strike. And here's the thing. Mad TV, you couldn't name another sketch from that show. No, but I know the characters. Stuart. Stuart, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Swan. I mean, yeah, I don't remember that, but but you don't remember Miss Swan. No, but I just remember the faces. Like, good job, a, Eddie. A, a name lot, one. A lot of those people that that were on Mad TV are like, they're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Lee, Mike yes. McDonald. Yeah. So, but it, just imagine if it was today with social media. I mean, that was before right. social media mm-hmm. was blowing things up. Right. So that's. Did you get rich off of that? Uh, so Bonquiqui, like I said, it was on the show just for like half a season. Right, and but then, then you said it blew go. up on the internet. But then blew up on the internet. Did you make a million? Things are, <laughs> I don't own it. So I don't, I don't make money off that video. But, but you can play her for the rest of your life. I can if I wanted to. I definitely don't to. want to. You need to, to bring her back on Instagram to. and act like you've been just doing it for 10 years Well, here's now. the thing. It's a different time. So <laughs> she <laughs> she's not as Got him. welcome anymore. <laughs> but That's so funny. I did, after that show, I went on to uh, Bonk Week. We got a record deal with Warner Music, and we toured as a music artist That's cool. for two whole tours. And it was incredible. We had a live band. Backup dancers, LED wall, confetti cannons. Like, it was a full-on production tour that I did as a music artist, as Bonquiqui. But, like, when we talk to some artists, they always say, like, yeah, my hit. I know. Like, Garth, Friends in Low Places. Like, it was, yes, I love it. It uh-huh. changed my life. Right. But I have to sing it every night. Every night. And it, it's it's annoying after a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of the same thing with you and Absolutely. Bonquiqui? Well, it's not Bonquiqui. It's the nail salon. It's the nail salon. So Bonquiqui is a sketch. It's not like a stand-up. And it's funny because sometimes in my shows, people will be like, do Bonquiqui. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like act? Like put away? What do you want me to Like this is stand-up. It's totally different. But the nail salon is one of the first jokes that I ever wrote. 
and it went viral on this brand new thing called YouTube and blew up my spot. This is before Bone Quickly. So when that nail salon took off, mm. it's been 15 years since that happened. And still until this day, I can't not do the joke. I have to do it. People will shout it out. And really? now, now Does that I get present annoying? it. So is your career annoying? No, 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 no. <laughs> right. You understand she does different stand-up, so she has new material all the time. But I'm saying what that people want her to go back to that same joke. Is but that annoying or is it flattering? I mean, that was my question. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. So it's, it's uh, when I go to do the joke, I now present it like as a thank you to the audience. Like, thank you for riding with me for so long. I know this is the joke that yeah. introduced you to me. I know it's nostalgic for you. It means something to you and your group of friends. And so when I think about it like that, and as soon as I say those first words, any ladies in here get your nails done? It's like you can feel the energy just go through the room and, and the roar that comes from the audience like hits your body. And it's hard to not be in a state of gratitude when that happens. So there are times like if, if I'm tired or something or just like midway through the joke, all of a sudden I'm just like, oh, where am I at? Because I get in robot mode because I've been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'll be in robot mode and then I'll just like kind of wake up from robot mode and be like, oh God, what part of the joke am I in? Just keep talking. Hopefully the words come out. And then thankfully I haven't sabotaged myself yet. But <laughs> well, and also like uh, Gaffigan, we had him on Jim Gaffigan and he said he always has to do the hot pocket joke. Oh yeah. <gasps> so it's like the same. Yeah. Cause, cause he was so <laughs> famous for that. My yeah. question is this. So you're a creative, you know, you don't have a nine to five. Could you, if you did have a nine to five, what is there like, so, or are you so creative? You're like, I could never work in a cubicle. Uh, I would be a massage therapist. Does that count? Yeah. As a nine yeah. to five? I, that's the only other thing that I'm good at. Your dude's lucky. Really. 
Oh yeah, and then he don't even like it. Like I, I'm what? a what real good massage. Like I do deep tissue. Get like I'll lunch. get in there. I, yeah. like, no, no, I, no, I, will, I totally not. will. I will get in there and I'll get. I'll find Perfect. all the knots. And my husband's like, ow, ow. Like he don't like deep tissue. Like he just wants tickle <laughs> massage. And that's what the, the way. Is. I mean, if you're gonna go to a massage, if it's not deep tissue, it's yeah. not worth going. If there's not bruises the next day, I that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. He stupid. just wants me to scratch his head. That's all. And I'm like. Ugh, this is boring, but <laughs> do you I, go, like, I like hot doing wax? massages. Huh? Hot wax? Like, what? do you put wax? Like, because that's the type of massage as well. Yeah, is there like? How are you talking no, about? Oh, just hot stones? Do you know bamboo? <laughs> do you know? But what about all the like the like? There's all these bodies like you touching. You're cool with that? Yeah, because there's some gross people. Like like this dude, he's all hairy and gross. Like, yeah, you that's mess a, with that? that's one thing though. Like, I don't I don't know how I would handle like a real hairy dude. Yeah, like, I've never had to do that before. So, but I'm good at massaging, so I don't know. Okay. This is a shirts-on-only massage right here. <laughs> so was your plan always, were, were, did you want to be a stand-up comedian? Did you want to be an actress? What, because, I mean, you started out as a cheerleader. Yeah. Right? That's what I really want to talk about. Well, I mean, about. About there we are. But I just want to know, like, what was that? You're just your path, or you're just like, That's you know what? Let me be in LA and see what happens. I wanted to be an actress. I thought I was going to be a dramatic actress. Mm. I was going to be a rape victim on Law and Order SVU. That was my dream. Serious. Role. And I moved to LA and I started doing stand up comedy. And I had no idea I was even funny. Like, my whole family is funny, but that's just like us. We make each other laugh. I had no idea that I was funny to make other people laugh. And, um, stand-up ended up being what took off for me. And at first, I would fight it. I was like, no, I'm not a comedian. I'm an actress. I just do this for fun. Meanwhile, I'm not booking any acting gigs <laughs> at all. Like, the, oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and so I was just, all, my stand-up took off. This viral video was going crazy. All these places wanted me to perform. And then I went from comedy clubs to theaters and then bigger theaters. And so my stand-up career is taking off. And I'm working on my six-hour special. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm still trying to be an actress. <laughs> like, mm. I'm still, I'm doing an audition today and I probably won't book it. But <laughs> stand-up has been my bread and butter. has been the thing that, it's like grow where you're planted. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was fighting it for so long. And then I was like, you know what? Let me just grow where I'm planted and see what happens. And it's been a Amazing! It's been quite the journey. It's taken me all over the world. But being funny is one thing. But how do you be real? But tell no, no, story. no. But like taking you know ninety minutes and standing on stage and doing a stand-up routine, like putting all that together. Yeah. How, how did? I mean, obviously you weren't good at the beginning. You had to like work at getting really good at I it. I was actually outstanding in the beginning. <laughs> at the very, the very first time. Very first time, and I'll tell you why. Because I didn't want to be a stand-up. I just took a class. It was a free joke writing class at a church and I was there on Tuesday nights because I was in the acting class because I want to be an actress and we would play improv games and in the improv games I was funny and so there was a woman who was teaching she was a stand-up she was teaching a class and she was like hey do you want to come take my joke writing class and I was like I don't know is it free and she's like yeah and I was like I guess so I had no <laughs> desire to be a comedian I take her class one of the first jokes that I wrote was this nail salon bit right so when we graduate from the class, we had to perform at a real comedy club. That was our graduation. And so there was about, I don't know, 10 comics brand new from the class performing. And of all the jokes that we wrote in our class, she was like, I'm going to pick everybody's five-minute set. Like, I'm going to pick your strongest jokes, and everybody's doing five minutes. And then when it came to me, she was like, just do all your material. And it was like 12 minutes of stuff. Dang. So I wrote I, all the stuff I wrote in my class, I did that night. And I did 
fantastic. Because if I didn't do well, because you hear a lot of time comics, oh, I bombed my first time, but I wanted it so bad. I just kept coming back and worked hard at it and I got good. If I would have bombed my first time, I would have never done it again because it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was just a free class. So I did well. And then next thing you know, it was like, hey, do you want to come do my Tuesday night at the Improv? Hey, do you want to come do my Thursday night at Buzz Cafe? Hey, do you want to whatever? And people started hearing about me and I started booking little spots here and there. And then YouTube blew up my video. I had only been doing stand-up comedy for four months when that video took off and changed my life. That's amazing. Yeah. Do you still talk to that teacher? Uh, or do you not know who really. it was? Does she I still do. have a Bible study? Well, no, I, I, mean, I, I, do, I wonder about that because she is the one that saw it. She's the one that said, you're so good yeah. and I'm cutting nothing. So that that's pretty yeah. impressive. Dude, Angela yeah. took off. She never looked back. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got big time. She's still at the church. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, are, no you, are you a clean comedian? Yeah. yeah. Like, do you curse at all? Uh, not on stage. See, that's hard, right? Because I feel like if, if it's all going bad, right. yeah, how about that? Right, right, right. And it's right. like, oh, you get a laugh, right? Yeah. But so how hard is it for you to not fall on that crutch? Um, Not hard for me really at all because I'll be honest. When I first started, I was very conservative, very Christian, and so I just didn't cuss in my life. So it, it wasn't hard for me to not cuss on stage. Yeah. Now then I've evolved road, a little really, bit. You know, <laughs> shipped away. Like, oh, my God, worn down. Like. So now it's de- it is more of a conscious decision. Yeah. When I'm on stage, there are definitely times. I rarely get heckled. I My crowds are really good. Like They come out to have a good time. They're not coming out to like try to be the star of the show. The most heckles I get are like drunk girls who can't handle their alcohol is mm. what it is. And it's not even a heckle. It's more of a woo is what I get. Woo! Oh, woo girls. Do you just, acknowledge them or do you just ignore them? I try to ignore them, but then if it's like too much and it's distracting, then I have to annihilate them. But it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You, it's, you got the people. I love the people at the comedy show. It gets quiet. I love you, Angela! Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you always have those but then, But then you look bad by if you don't say like love you too or anything. Yeah. No, because exactly. it, 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 but, but if you say I love you too, it encourages the person down it. the row. I so, love you. Well, sometimes I'll say I love you too, or I'll go thank you, and if they say something else, I go, no, that's enough. Thank you so much, and then they <laughs> that's laugh. The sign you right know there, what I mean? Yeah. They'll be like, okay, that that was your last time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had people remove because they won't shut up? Absolutely. Oh, I love kicking people out of my show. I mean, I hate that I have to do it because it changes the energy of the room and it makes it like people get awkward. But if people are being a type of way, like there's times I'm listening to my openers on stage and there's somebody heckling them or just like talking and being drunk. I'm like, ooh, I hope he tries to say something to me because I will (laughs) kick you out so fast. I can't wait. And then I get up there and then they don't. And I'm like, oh, all right, good. Good you didn't mess up my show, but I I was ready. I was looking. I was like, which side is he on? Which one? And Saturday, April, October 1st, yeah. you can take her to see her at the Ryman right here in town. You can take your wife. I can take my wife because yes. she's a big fan. I mean, totally. you've been following Thank her on you. Instagram. Bring I have, her. Yeah, I mean, my wife, she, she's a big fan of yours. She used to, like, she would be the one that would take your YouTube links and send them to all the family Aww, members. You have to watch it. This. this is so funny. And so I followed you on Instagram. And, I mean, thank you've you. just been a follow. Like, I don't really look at Instagram a lot, but when I'm scanning through, it's like, oh, look, it's kind of, I remember one where I think it was your grandma, your whole family was in a hotel room and I think they were fighting, like somebody was fighting next door and all you guys were like, oh, yeah. right, is that true? <laughs> yeah, definitely. What happened We're there? very nosy. We're, <laughs> we're a nosy bunch. That was um, in a hotel in San Francisco. My mom was there. A bunch of my family was there. 
And um, we just hear fighting next door. And so we're trying to do all the tricks, put the glass up to the wall. Everybody's <laughs> listening. Like, we're very nosy. It was really funny. It was, it was our own telenovela. That one stuck out to me for I, sure. I got a question about when you're on stage. So you know how musicians get an encore? Yeah. Is there a such thing in the comedy world as getting an encore? Or once you're done, you're done. There's no more jokes. No, sure. Yeah, there could be an encore. So if the crowd's going that crazy, then you'll be like, all right, got to come up with another, got to rock another joke. Well, I would say it's mainly um, if you have a hitter like, the nail salon that I have or the machine that Burt Kreischer has or Hot Pockets, you know, um, that Jim Gaffigan has. Like, if they did the show and didn't do the joke, um, I would imagine maybe crowds kind of waiting mm -hmm. for it and then they come back out. Mine, I don't leave the, the stage. I just kind of stay and I, I give it a beat and then I say, I know there's a joke a lot of you want to hear and then there it begins already. So you don't do the waste your time going to go off stage? Yes, that nah. is the stupidest thing ever. Musicians, they want you to chant their name. Yeah. You know why we're here. Just yeah. stay out here and play the songs. Don't. I already paid however much money to come see you. Don't make me beg you to come back out. Just get out of here and sing your damn songs or tell your damn joke. I think an equivalent to an encore for a comedian would be once we're at the end of our set, and I've I've done this, I've seen other comics do this, where you finish your new hour, and then you ask the audience, what do you guys want to hear? What do you want to talk about? And then they start shouting mm -hmm. out some of their favorite jokes from your old hours, and then you do that. Does everyone want you to be funny all the time? Like, even when you're not on stage or when you're not acting... Like I if they see it in so. airport, I tell think a joke. So. I for here's the thing is I'm not on all the time. Well, I'm no just one is a chill human. Um, but I I forget sometimes. Like I'll do interviews, and um, if it's like a magazine or something where it's like no personality reporter is just like asking you questions, I forget that they want funny answers because I'm a comedian, and so I'm just like answering their question. Like, what do you do on your time off? And I'm like answering it. I was like, oh, I should throw in a punchline. Oh, and also, <laughs> you know, yeah. because I'm not on all the time. What's your go-to? Like, if you're like you snap in, like, oh, I should be funny right now. What's your go-to? I mean, I don't know. I I honestly don't really have a good... It depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It's probably off the top of her dome, dude. Like, just spur of the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I get that. I um, just turn do you, it on. Do you ever worry, because as a comedian... You're not a comedian. No, I didn't say me. As You you, as you a, phrased that as, like, as us as comedians. As a comedian. You're a comedian about stealing jokes, because you hear so much stuff, so many things... Do you ever think, man, someone could say, oh, I stole that joke? Or do you ever get that accusation? Or At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. 
It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, I did have one time a person early on in my career accuse me of stealing her joke about gossiping in church. And I was like, no, I just go to church and I know that's a real thing. And I'm talking about it. And she talked about it, did her joke. And I talked about it and did my joke. But it's a lot of times there's parallel thinking in stand-up comedy. Like, wait, you have a wife and kids and you're doing wife and kid materials? So am I. You know, like there's, we're going to have some overlap. Wait, you got spanked and now you're talking about it? I talk about getting spanked. Okay, that's overlapping, whatever. But if there is like a verbatim joke like word for word and like the the points that you're hitting are the same, then I'd be like, hey, mm, I'm not so sure about that one. I've had people tell me many times, they're like, oh, somebody's doing your nail salon joke. I heard somebody doing it. I could care less because I was like, listen, I've already gotten everything I need out of that joke. If you take it, it's yours. You could try it. Everyone's going to know it's mine. Like, that's how big that joke. Could you imagine somebody trying to do Hot Pockets? Like, that's not, everybody's going to know, this is Jim Gavikin. What are you doing? You know? But I could care less. Like, people have told me, oh, somebody's doing your your nail salon bit. And I'm like, cool. Take it. You can't sue for that, can you? I mean, maybe if they were making money off of it. But no. And honestly, are they going to do it? As good as me. No, Probably no, not. No, 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 girl, no, girl, no, girl. Hey, so my question is this. Have you talked to and had, like, a cool conversation with Dave Chappelle, Chris, any of the big timers, the massive comedy stars that we know? So Dave Chappelle and I used to have the same agent a long time ago. And one time I was in New York when he was— in Africa? He, was, he had just started coming back to touring again and doing stand-up. It was years ago. And um, so my agent got his tickets, my husband and I tickets to go and see him. And um, I remember talking to him backstage and I had just got my very first development deal. And a development deal in Hollywood, to everybody who's listening, is basically a studio decides to um, give you a deal to develop a show around your life or whatever topic you want to do. And then you turn in a script. And if they like it, then they film a pilot. And if they like the pilot, then now you're on air and you're the new Everybody Loves Raymond. Right? So it sounds amazing. It starts from a (laughs) development deal, right? And uh, I had just got my very first development deal. And I remember talking to Dave in the green room, and he's like, hey, congratulations. I heard you just got your first development deal. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, keep in mind, I had 11 development deals before I got the Chappelle show. And I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, it was so, like. Did he mean it in a funny way, or he was just, like, giving you some good advice? I think he was telling her to be, like, like, realistic. Exactly. Be realistic. So Dave isn't always on. He was actually just having a normal conversation. Yeah, just a normal conversation. And it was, like advice it was be like be real like yes congratulations but keep this in mind like if this doesn't work out there's another one and if that doesn't work out there's another one and another one because before I got my big hit I had 11 of those so it was it was advice it was like this is what you're and he was not wrong let me tell you because I've had probably about six so far gotcha who has come to you looking for advice that we may know um looking for advice John John Christ Um, Trey Kennedy you know what I? Jerry Seinfeld. I know. I mean, <laughs> <For> sure, Jerry. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> I actually 
he didn't come to me for advice, but uh, Nate Bargetsy used to open for me and um, love what he's doing now. And he is just should be celebrated to the moon. He is fantastic. Um, so I've seen like some of my openers like go on and just have incredible careers. Um, do you choose your openers or does, does your I do. management? Okay. So you do the research and watch yep, them. I Can find... I open for you? Well, no, well it's funny you say that, Ray. I so, would love to open for you. So I want to play you and Ray, you have the clip. Oh, well, I, I want to oh, play God. you a little bit of Lunchbox doing stand up and, and listen okay, to okay, the so Hold on. No, 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 no. Eddie, amazing segue. He's actually bringing something from our other show that we do, the Bobby Bones show, to this Look, show. This is a great segue. But by here's Eddie. the thing. This is because someone on our show was doing stand up, and I said, "You're not funny. Like you're you're oh, no. doing stand up." And he was not- very encouraging, almost like oh, Dave no. Chappelle. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just trying to be realistic. Like, I mean, I was like, I don't see how people go watch you because you're not funny. And so they made me Ugh. go to an open mic night and do comedy. I never said I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but fine. Hey, you want me to go do five minutes? I'll go up there and talk for five minutes. All right, and, here, this and is here's a 30 my second, joke. 30 second Boom, clip of his type of humor. Oh, she's cringing already. Here she's you cringing. Go. He's at an actual comedy I club. Look at her. And I always say, you never know who you're sleeping next to. So I kind of had an incident like this with my wife a little bit ago. I went and got LASIK, you know, or you fix your eyes. I wake up the next morning, I roll over. I said, what the hell have I been sleeping next to? <laughs> Thought I knew, had no idea. Woo! Yeah. Ooh, that's a bad one. Yeah. All right, Angela, so you heard the joke. <laughs> you heard the joke. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> what, what can you break he it He ripped on his wife. He used cursing as a crutch on stage. Okay. That's just okay. not, he used all the easy things you can go for. But let, no, no, let her, hold on. Let her uh, break uh, it down. I, I, I joked on my wife, which I think is totally okay in comedy. You can make jokes about your significant other, whoever you want. Yes, I may have not polished it well enough because I'd never done it. I wrote it, you know, that sure, morning. I was like, I'm all right, let me try you. it. Very you know what I mean? So cool. That, here, let me tell you why I'm proud of you. That was actually a joke. Like, right. you had a, a setup, you, you painted the story. And you had a punchline. You had, like, a little, like, reveal at the end. Like, oh, you never know who you're sleeping next to. Typically, that means, like, oh, he could be a murderer or he could be whatever. But right. it was like, oh, she's ugly or something, yes. right? So I get it. It was a it was a joke. So it's even funnier you saying it the way, the way yeah, you said it. Yeah, you said it better. <laughs> she's smooth. <laughs> Guys, she's been doing this for 20 years. She's amazing at it. But go so, ahead. People have to know that you love your wife. Otherwise, it comes off mean. Right. right? And they feel awkward laughing at exactly. it because they're like, oh, it's that cringe where you make it awkward with the crowd. Also, but I'm if there okay were with that. Any women in the audience, there they probably didn't like that at all. And then if their man started laughing, then they don't like that. <laughs> and so now they have to be quiet because they can't Angela. laugh because her his wife is not laughing. All the things. Yeah. So, point Angela. And that's why she's the professional guy. Yeah. I mean, but I, I mean, I thought it was a funny. I mean, I think it's a funny joke. My wife was in the audience. She thought, you know, like she thinks it's funny. That's what I, you guys don't get is I have a weird, they think I have a weird relationship with my wife. Yes, you do. And so, <laughs> because, it's very dude, strange. you're lucky you didn't get tackled. No, because on stage. They, like he thinks it's crazy if I go to lunch with another woman or something. You know what I mean? Ex girlfriend, like, ex girlfriend. Is this another joke? <laughs> no, it's not, it's you not know another. what? Like, what? What could have been a punchline that would have been like less of like a punch actual in the face? Would be like, what if she was like a different ethnicity or something, or I didn't know my wife oh. was brunette or whatever, After LASIK. like like that kind of thing. Exactly. You know? uh, like maybe he rips that. on straight that she's ugly as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
What an idiot. Oh, my gosh. All right. You want to go see her October 1st at the Ryman? I do. She's on tour. Also, the book is out. Eddie, read it since I can't read that. <laughs> what? You can't read it. Why do I think I am? Who? Who do who, I think I am? Who do I think I am? Stories of Chola wishes and caviar dreams. Hey. It's out on March 15th. Angela, we have, I have one real quick question. You want to yeah. ask her about the Super Bowl? No, not that. Oh. That can be yours. But we went to Vegas with 200, let's say, of our listeners. Oh, okay. Okay, and it was a very intimate thing for a whole weekend. Fun. Would you ever have you and would you ever do that with people that are massive fans of you? Because I mean, we could have been tackled. We could have yeah. been slapped. We could have almost okay. been knifed. Or like slapped. an Angela Johnson cruise. Oh, so this was like a non, like, there wasn't security around you and you only no. show up at certain events. It's like y'all were just hanging out together. Well, well we, all, was, we invited was, them on we this We were supposed microphone. to have security around us, but there was no security. And then we all just showed up and hung out for an entire weekend. Have you ever done like a cruise with your fans or something intimate not. like that? Okay. No. Man, that sounds hey, crazy. Steal that, that idea from us yeah. and use that. I there would you. do that, but like with more security probably. And like actual like times, like from 11 to 2, right. we'll be hanging out and then I'm going to need a break. Yeah, we okay. didn't. We were there for like eight no, 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 hours. No, no. We, we had breaks, <laughs> but then like the alcohol would flow. And the next thing I know, I'm sitting at the blackjack table with a bunch of listeners. Uh -huh. And I'm yeah. like, what am I doing? This is yeah. crazy. And it was really fun. And it was like 2 in the morning. I was like, I should probably go to bed. My wife is upstairs like waiting for me. And so, yes. With another it, dude, but it's all good. <laughs> no, I don't think she was with another dude. <laughs> Maybe earlier, but she had already gone to the massage person and, you know, whatever. And also, like you said about being on when a microphone's on or whatever, that's when you're on. We did a whole weekend, so the listeners don't really right. want us to just see, see us scrolling on our phones. Right. We're not always just telling jokes and right. talking about it. Yeah, that's so. hard. But when you're small time like we are, you have to do stuff like that to get <laughs> listeners to like us and keep listening. Right, right, right. That, hey, that's the way I look What's at your it. Super Bowl question? No, I just want to know, you were a cheerleader for the yes. Raiders when they were in the Super Bowl. That's right. What's that like as a cheerleader going to the Super Bowl? Do you get to do all the cool stuff, or is it just like you go to the game and you leave? Yeah, they threw the touchdown passes. No, no, I'm saying... <laughs> Because we are kept, a sports uh, podcast, so I figure we better talk a we little, sports, a little sports, sports just real them. quick. You're right. We should yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, this was our audition song. It was? Yeah. For cheerleading? Yeah. Do the routine. Uh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> if I, I almost remember, as soon as that came on, I was like, wait, I know this choreography. Hold on. Um. We were put in a hotel far away from all the players. They kept us way in a different city. They kept us out in La Jolla. Um, but we only got to go to certain sanctioned parties that we were allowed to go to. Um, we didn't get to actually just go party. Um, but being on the field for the Super Bowl was incredible until maybe like the third interception that was thrown, then the energy started changing and we're like, oh, wait, we're getting like royally spanked. This is embarrassing. I mean, it started off. So you really care if they win or lose? Yeah, of That's course. Interesting. No, I, I didn't know that because I thought maybe the cheerleaders were just there just because they like to cheerlead and they, who cares? No. Were you a fan? Were you a fan? I mean, yeah, I was a fan, but I'm more like a fan like you. Like I don't follow and know all the things, yeah. but we did know like, our center didn't show up. And we oh, yeah, knew like went, there oh, was man, like was some good. stuff that was like going down that day. So the Super Bowl was actually not as exciting as uh, the game right before that. So the AFC Championship. Let me tell the you. The Puppy Bowl. That was incredible <laughs> because it's in our home stadium, right? All the fans are going nuts. You see, we're about to win. The energy is like, like how I said when the nail sun, when I start saying that, and then it's just like, Wah! it was crazy energy in the whole stadium. And then um, it's like people were crying. 
it was like, um, it was just so magnetic. And then just like the fireworks going off and we're like, wait, we're going to the Super Bowl? Like it was like the realization moment, like that was so exciting, more so than getting spanked at the actual. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Super Bowl. And what uh, what year are we talking about here? 2003. It was in San Diego against Lunch, Tampa Bay. I thought Bay. you were the sports genius. Well, she was going to... Do you I remember you were that? Asking me? Yes. What the, happened that game? That, well, the center... 41. He was 40, no, no. The center was found in um, Mexico. Mexico. Like, And then that's when he was diagnosed, I believe, with yeah. bipolar. Yeah. And he wasn't on his meds. Yeah. And so that's... I mean, you start off without your center in the Super Bowl, it's just like a total disaster. And I, and John Gruden went to Tampa and won the Super right. Bowl and beat his old team. That's what happened. Exactly. Like, Which is like don't change any of your playbook at all. Just do the same thing. All Everything John Gruden knows. Do all those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that's really sad. But that's yeah. awesome. And so as a cheerleader, do the football players just hit on you guys all the time? So, because um, it says, oh, you're not supposed to date them. Sort of like right. in the NBA, they're not supposed to date the fraternizing players. Right. Yeah. No fraternization between players, coaches, and it cheerleaders. Says that? Yeah, yes. in the NFL. Yeah. However, the Oakland Raiders was the only team that allowed fraternization. Bingo. Nice. But it was frowned upon, is what we were told on our Raiderette orientation. They were like, yes, it is true that the Raiders are the only organization that allows it. However, it is frowned upon, meaning like they would probably find a way to kick you off if they found uh, out that you were schmoozing. Did they Canoodling. restrict your diet? Oh, did they? We had weigh-ins. Did you really? Weigh-ins? Yeah. Oh, they had, dude, they have weigh-ins. Like, you can not gain five pounds and you have pictures and they compare, like, beginning uh-huh. of the season. Okay, well, this is where you were. Uh-huh. But know. if they didn't have weigh-ins, though, would you be a little more lax? Like, all right, I've gained a few. Like, I mean, no, we're dancing all the time. Right. We're, like, we care about our That's selves, what I'm saying. I don't think you mean? need them to watch what you're right. doing. You know, like, oh, crap, I ate, like, ten pizzas yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do you still talk to any of those girls? Yeah. I, I do. Um, my friend uh, Rebecca did not follow that rule, and she ended up marrying one of the coaches. Um, uh, I Skip know a Pete. guy that uh, played for the Indianapolis Colts and ended up ma- marrying the head cheerleader uh, of the okay. Indianapolis Colts. But they weren't well, they talking they about me on the field, though. 
Yeah. No. Well, so my friend ended up marrying Skip Pete, who then ended up going on. To, now he's at the Cowboys right now, running backs coach. What's up? But um, so I'm very <laughs> close with them, love them, and going to their kids' quinceanera coming up soon. And that's yeah, that means so. you turned 15, guys. No, I know. Mm-hmm. I've been to a quinceanera. Oh, nice. Down in the Ooh. valley. Uh, I went to McAllen for the yeah. quinceanera. Hey. That's my Theo yeah. Fufa. Yeah. 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 Hey. That's my uncle's band. Hey. Right there. Else no, we, Angela, we, we were told we we're gonna keep her twenty minutes, I know, and before, she came on this terrible podcast, and it's been like an hour. I, I love like. it. I love it. It's been great. Can we be friends like forever? I would love this. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bring right. your wife to my show. I really I want to meet her. Thank I you. Will. Tell her thank you for sending out my video clips to everyone. I will definitely do that. Hey, do you lube up a little bit before your show, like a drink lube or up. something? Or uh, I don't, what? When you said that, I was like, "What?" We talk about the massages, like, yeah, you do the the oil and stuff. You do the lube. What? No, when I'm on the golf course, I like to have a little bit of lube in me. I was just wondering for a show, do you do it after the fact or after? Okay, cool. I know a lot of comics before and during like loosen up a little bit, but I like I need to be on my A game and then after a nice little celebratory. Because, yeah, I went and saw this one comedian in person. He's one of the newcomers. He's a pretty legit guy. He had a Netflix special. I don't want to say his name. But there were people on Reddit that were just blast. I mean, oh, they no. think he was, like, on something really hard. Oh, Because then it kind of screws up the comedy. Yeah. So. I No, I want to be on my – people paid good money to come and see me. Like, I want to give them a great but show. But that's when you think you're funniest, when you're totally stone-cold sober? Yeah. You don't think you'd be a little bit funnier one drink down? Um – I don't trust myself okay. is what it is. And you got to remember the material. Yeah, exactly. your timing would be off. Your segue's exactly. got to be good like ours. How I talked about the NFL like this. No. Yeah. I, I never said my segue's were good. All right. Let's go home. Angela, thank you so much. Yeah, really, really, it was really nice to meet you. Thank Great. you. Thanks for Eddie, having me. You need to give your wife a book, too. I will. And I had yes. no idea Eddie was a closet fan like that. Eddie's like, I've been following you in Nashville for no, the past 10 no, years. No, I just followed her on Instagram, guys. Like, you just do Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Get no on board, you guys. Yeah, follow you me. should too. Lunchbox, come on. Well, the problem is, I don't follow anybody on Instagram. He doesn't. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm really weird like that. Just like, hey, I post and move on with my yeah, life. Yeah, you're Beyonce. You don't follow uh, anyone. Basically, yeah. yeah. He thinks Got he it. is. He, I mean, th- he thinks he's top 25 most famous person in Nashville. Whoa. Top come 25. on, Lunchbox. It's not a big deal. Lunchbox, I'll be honest. I don't think your friends like you. I don't no, think no, they see, like it do you much. understand how hard I it is? It. Yes, I have to do this fun. podcast, and these. <laughs> but guys, after spending an hour with us, though, don't you kind of see why we have? A no, hard because I am the most fun. I try to drive this train, and all they do is interrupt me and make fun of me. Hey. And so it's really hard to drive the train when you're just right. getting chopped at the legs. Bong qui qui. Have you heard? <laughs> have you heard of Julio <laughs> Jones? Julio Jones. Yeah, for the Titans, he was one of their star players. Uh-uh. Dang it! Never mind. I was no, play. no, it's still yeah, funny. No, this, 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 it's still this, funny. No, no, so this, this is, is what him. happens. I, he got Will traded. you let him do it? He doesn't know what happened. So this is him running up to one of the star players on the Tennessee Titans in a Walgreens parking lot. Here you go. Yep. The Julio. Welcome to Titans Up, baby. <laughs> Titans Up. Welcome to Nashville, baby. How you doing? Can I snap a selfie real quick? What if a fan attacked you like that? Would you be concerned? Would you take a picture? Definitely taken back. Well, probably. he had to have said, Angela. And he yeah, stuttered yeah, yeah. over his words. I, I, I would probably take a picture, but I would for sure be taken back and be like, whoa, okay. Come back here. up a little bit. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> right? For sure, for sure. Yeah. But the Julio's a lot bigger than me. It's not like I was going to do anything. You know, I get it. You know, she's a woman smaller. Yeah. You know, you think, oh, man, there's hairy-looking dude coming up to me in the parking lot. Julio's like six foot five. It seems right, like. he, he don't care. He doesn't care. Trivia you know, question for you. Like oh my gosh, we have to let her go, guys. Is Tom Brady still in the NFL? Yes, he came back, right? He retired for five minutes and came back. Nice. She still what else? Give me another football. one. Come on, give me another one. Uh, yeah, right. getting... Oh, I'm going to lose Who now. played in last year's Super Bowl? Oh, um, 
well, we won the Rams. I say we because I was living in L.A. And then we were playing um, the underdogs. Yep. Um, that's the team that beat the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the underdogs. That, that was good. Did that normal was, people go to that game or was it just all movie stars? I think it was just movie stars. Yeah. She's like, like just yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you there? No, I didn't oh, go to that. Okay. No, I was at home. I was do you, do you like to go to? Do you go to big events like that? Do you? Not really. No. I don't know. I'm. I've ne- I'm, not a, I'm a homebody. Life? Yeah, I like to stay home. I'll watch it on TV. I like to be with my friends, my community, like my people. And so, like, we do like game night or dinner or whatever. And I like to do that. So, like, we watch the Super Bowl at home, and then that halftime show. Hey, that was legit. It was sick. But being there, <laughs> it probably was not good. The sound is not good there because they. It's for TV. Agreed. They do it for TV. So, yeah. Any more, Ray? No, that was it. Okay, all right, let's get out of here. I won! Yeah, you did. Hey, you won. All right. Good job, Angela. October 1st, go buy the book. Thank you so much. Ryman. Ryman. It's also, I'm filming it. Oh, yeah, you are? Yeah, I'm filming it at the Ryman. How many versions do you do? Do you do, like, two different shows? Two different shows, yeah. Yeah, But right now, we just have one right now. So get your tickets now because... um, There's only one. There's only one. Yeah, because Ray, the one he went to, it filmed two, and it, Ray was like, no one was laughing that hard at the jokes. They piped it in. Uh-oh. He was mad. Yeah. And sometimes he had to do this joke five times. He, did, he didn't have heaters like you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Out We're now. done. Thanks, Angela. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Bye. She hated that, guys. She's like, um. Yeah, she was like, my, I was like, I told 20 minutes, not two hours. Jeez. She's like, whoever booked that, um, you're fired. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, we do yeah. morning, and then we do this podcast three times you, a week. Do you podcast? I do. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.